Hi everyone and welcome back to the Take Control Podcast with your host, I'm Brandy. Dario here. And today we are going to be discussing daddy issues. Should be very interesting, but we kind of wanted to talk about our weekend and, you know, just kind of go over that before we get too heavy. (laughs) My weekend, I didn't do anything. I went and got my eyebrows done. Thank God. I was looking like a beast. (laughs) And now they look good. Shout out to KZ. Check her out. I need to go to her. Because my brows be looking a mess. I love her. She moved a few years back and I was so hurt. And I stopped getting my eyebrows done when she came <laughs> back. I love her. So, yeah, check her out, guys. She's on Main Street um, by the post office um, near Main and James. Uh, other than that, my weekend was okay. I didn't do too much. Just kind of... Stayed around the house, relaxed a little bit. Kind of boring, but oh well. Oh, I, I actually went out with my friend. We had dinner. I had a few drinks. <laughs> Watched Grey's Anatomy and went to sleep. I love that show. I need to watch it. Um, my weekend was crazy. Saturday, I had this weird ass experience. <laughs> you got the best stories with these weed brownies <laughs> and it was just so weird it was like my first time and I think I ate too much because I was just laying down in the bed and I just kept hearing stuff I thought people were coming to get me oh my and it was the rain it started raining and I'm like oh my god somebody's here they're about to come get me like and then I would fall asleep and then I would wake back up and think somebody in the house and I would fall back to sleep wow I was freaking out I was like sending voice memos to my friend like <laughs> I had sent a Snapchat to my sister, like, I just want to dance. Like, I'm in a good mood. Nobody's here to dance with me. <laughs> it was just weird. Like, I'm never doing that shit again, like, ever. ever. I had weed brownies before, but I ain't had that much. But I was just stuck. Like, I couldn't. I was just stuck. I can't do weed. It don't. It's not my thing. It's different, like, just actually, like, smoking and then actually having a brownie. That was two different experiences. Like, <laughs> I would have, like, this moment where I have like a burst of energy and I feel like I can do whatever and then I would be tired then I would laugh and then I was freaking out like I don't know that was too much for me Mm -hmm. I'm cool don't do drugs please (laughs) don't do drugs okay any did you do anything else or was it just um you went to a birthday party I did I took my kids to a paint party my friend's son first birthday that was fun that was Sunday I seen the snaps. It looked like it was a good time. Yeah. That was a good idea. I've never had anybody do a paint party. Yeah, for a baby. Yeah. yeah. I'm sure it was fun. Yeah, I didn't do anything. My weekend was it was okay though. I just relaxed, stayed yeah. in the house. So we wanna shout out all of our listeners. Again, thank you guys for listening and always supporting and providing feedback. We really, really, really love you guys. Um with that being said, there's something I want to address, and I won't spend a whole lot of time on it, but I do want to go ahead and address it now so it's understood in the future. Um, when Dario and I decided to start this podcast, her and I sat down, and we went over all of the different things that we wanted to talk about, different things that we've been through, how we got out of those situations, and how it would relate to our listeners. When we started the podcast... It just so happens that some of the things that we've discussed is parallel to what's currently going on in our lives. 
And I want to be very, very clear about this. Um, If you listen to our first episode, you heard her and I both say that the reason why we wanted to podcast is that we wanted to help people. That's first and foremost. And we both believe that through our own personal experiences, someone could relate and maybe get some kind of idea how to take control of their lives. Um, I want to let everybody know now that this is based on our experiences. I'm putting emphasis on our experiences. We're not here to bash anyone. We're not here to create any kind of drama. We're not here to make anyone look bad. And the main thing that I do want to point out is that, again, we are not here to spare anybody's feelings. And you can take that however you want to. This is about us. This is our point of view, given the things that we have been through and what we are going through and how we're getting out of it. So if you don't like that or you cannot relate to it, I apologize now for however it makes you feel. And I hope that you get over it. Now, moving right along. Well, I'm going to chime in, first of all. Okay. That was perfect. You took the word right out of my mouth. And I just have to confirm that you said this is our story. It's our truth. And we can't tiptoe around how other people are going to feel or we shouldn't have done it in the first place. So... Once again, we're not here to make anybody feel any type of way, make y'all look bad. It's just the situation is what it is. We talk about ourselves. We talk about our own flaws, our own faults. Like, that's just what comes with it. So I can't help how y'all feel. And that's all I'm going to say. That's all I'm going to say. I'm going to be quiet. Me personally, I don't (laughs) care. But neither here nor there. Like I said, I'm not here to offend anyone, but I'm going to say what I've been through from my point of view. Um, Again, moving right into daddy issues. Uh, We wanted to, (laughs) you know, kind of discuss how daddy issues can trickle down into your relationships, your friendships, the way you view life, period. Um, And I I don't think all daddy issues are bad issues. But I think from my personal experience, minds are not that great. Thankfully, I had, you know, other influences around. I had my grandfather and my stepdad around to kind of show me um, what a man is supposed to be, in my opinion. Um, my dad, love him to death, wouldn't trade him for the world, but he is who he is. So... He was the type to say he's going to do something without me saying, Dad, can you do this? Dad, can you do that? It would be, oh, kid, I'm going to do this. Mm -hmm. And then you don't show up for me. So I feel like for me in my adult life, if you want to see a totally different side of me, tell me you're going to do something and don't do it. And then we'll have a problem. Um. I'll touch on some other things here in a second, but I didn't want to take too much time to talk about it, and then we switched. So I'll let you take over, and then we can just kind of go from there. Um, 
Well, my experience is sort of similar to um, with my dad basically um, feeding me promises and never coming through. I think him and my mom broke up when I was maybe like five. Um, and that's really when it started. And we still don't have a good relationship to this day because it's still the same cycle. Mm-hmm. And it, it still hurts me to this day. Like, I, I don't even think I forgave him. Mm-hmm. I tried. It was a couple times in my life where I tried to, you know, have talks with him. I remember as a kid writing him letters about how I feel, and it just didn't get anywhere. And after all these years, I expected him to just be like, listen, I'm sorry. I was wrong. I apologize. Let's fix it. But he just continues to blame my mom to why he was a shitty-ass dad. Like, and I'm just over it, like, at this point. And I know you're supposed to forgive people, but it's just kind of like, what am I forgiving you for? Like, I try to do my part, and I'm the child. So as my dad, you should be trying to fix it. I'm not bending over backwards to fix a relationship with you no more. Like, if you can't own up to it, then I just don't want nothing to do with you. And then it's like, every time I try to let him be a part of my life... He'll do good for a little bit, and then he'll fall off. Mm-hmm. So I'm just, I'm I'm over it at this point. But it's just, it's a lot of hurt. I will say that. It's a lot of hurt because it definitely set the tone for everything in my life. Mm-hmm. How I deal with men, how I deal with life, period. Like, it's just a lot of hurt that I've been dealing with all my life that I have never let go of. Really addressed, yeah. It's funny because... We said we was going to do this episode, and I was scrolling through Facebook yesterday, and I had seen the whole um, footnotes for the 444 album, Mm -hmm. and Jay-Z was talking about how his relationship with his dad kind of set the tone for how he was as a man until a certain point, and he was just saying, you know, I spent all these years growing up just thinking my dad was a shitty dad, and then when I finally sat down and talked to him, it's like, no, you were with my mom. She had already had four kids. Y'all were together years and then divorced. His brother passed away and his dad went into like a depression. And he was embarrassed at that point to come to his kids and try to own up to his mistakes. And it kind of got my mind wondering like, well, damn, like maybe I should sit down and talk to my dad and figure out what happened. Because my mom, she doesn't tell me everything. Like I know... They were together, and she always said, before they had me, he was great. After they had me, he just kind of went crazy. Selling drugs, in and out of jail. And she dealt with that for eight years, probably up until I think I was maybe kindergarten, first grade. And he went to jail that last time, and she left. Completely just cut it off. And like I said, he's always been around when he wasn't in jail (laughs) but he was one of them i'm gonna come get you i'm gonna do this i'm gonna do that and so i'm waiting and then you don't show Mm -hmm. so now as an adult it's crazy because i was having a conversation with my friend one day we was talking about something completely different topic and we got to talking about our dads and i'm like damn like when i connect the dots to my relationship with my dad and every relationship that I've been in I've always dealt with not every guy but I've dealt with guys where they don't come through they break their promises 
and me being the kind of person that I am, I want to see the best in somebody mm-hmm. instead of accepting them from, for who they are and moving on. It's the same situation with my dad. I'm 29 years old, and I still listen to my dad when he tells me he's going to do something, and he don't do it. Mm-hmm. And we keep going through that same cycle, like you said. So it's crazy. You know, like I said, we get to do this podcast, and you get to kind of realize <clears throat> some things. Like, well, how do I fix it? And I had told my uh, friend, I'm like, you know, I really want to sit down and talk to him, but I don't know how to approach the situation or if it would even be received. I'm not the kind of person where I'm going to keep trying to talk to somebody and they're not hearing what I'm going to say. Mm-hmm. And it sucks because my little sisters, I got a 15-year-old little sister and 18-year-old sister. They're his kids. And I tell my sister all the time, like, he's 54 years old. He's been doing the same shit for 29 years. Like, he's not changing. Accept him for who he is or don't. And honestly, I don't really think it matters to him. Yeah. But I don't know. Like I said, the relationship side of things, I think I always I always try to stay away from guys who were in the streets. Like, my dad, if anything, he taught me what I didn't want in a man. And, you know, guys who were in the streets, different things like that, I always stood away stayed away from them because it's like I can't build nothing with you I can't sit here and wonder if I look you know I'm gonna look up and you're gonna be in jail or you're gonna be like my dad got shot when I was a kid up the street from our house like twice once behind the house and once up the street wow like and my mom went through all of this mm-hmm. and it and that's only what I know like there's a lot that she doesn't tell me so it's like like I said, I tried to stay away from that kind of guy. And then at one point I found myself in a situation with somebody that reminded me so much of my dad. And I had a conversation with my friend and she was like, we were just talking and she was like, girls marry their fathers. And when I tell you we were on the phone, I literally got off the phone when I was depressed for days. Cause I'm like, how the fuck did I get here? Like I tried so hard to avoid it. And now I'm in this situation. And I don't know what to do. Like, that shit is tough. It is. I definitely went through that, too, um, with the old relationship. My mom told me everything. Mm-hmm. And I was in a relationship where I felt like I was my mom and he was my dad. And we were going through the same stuff. And it was crazy to me. Like, when you're actually in it, you don't think about it. But when you sit down and think about it and you realize, like, you going through the same stuff. That is tough. Like, I agree. But I think with me, I'm past sitting down and having a talk. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't I don't want to talk to him. But it just it hurts for me to say that because I know if something would happen to him, I would be devastated. Like, at the end of the day, that's my dad, and I do love him. But I have no respect for him because I have siblings, too. Um, I have two brothers. And me and... One of my brothers aren't even that close because my dad was didn't have us around each other for real. And it sucks because it's like I want to reach out. But we talk to each other now and then, but we don't really, like, hang out like we should. We don't have a bond. We don't have a relationship like we should. And I love my brother to death. And I wish that we would have had that type of relationship. But I, I don't know. I don't really have an excuse to why we don't try. It's just, like, we're used to how things are. And it's right. just stay that way and as far as my other brother like my dad moved away got married had a kid started started his own family he has a family so 
I'm just glad that my little brother gets to have the experience that me and my other brother didn't have. Mm -hmm. But sometimes it hurts to see that, you know? I see his wife posting stuff like, you know, oh, I love their relationship. He's such a good dad. And I'm just like, I just be wondering, like, do you ever tell him to reach out to his other kids? Like, he got two whole kids in Columbus. He barely comes home. And then I thought, like, with me having kids, he would at least try to step up and be a better, you know, like a granddad to them. And he doesn't even do that. I was going to ask that. Do you feel like the relationship with your father affects your relationship with your children? He ain't there. He tries to be like he. He's literally in and out, mm-hmm. in and out, and in it being in and out of my life is being in and out of theirs, and I don't like that. Like even if we don't have a relationship, I will still let you be a part of my kids' life. But he doesn't make no effort. Like, and it just piss. It pisses me off. Like it literally pisses me off because I don't think I've tried to avoid the type of guy that my dad is. I feel like I look for the things that I want from my dad in men. Like that like security and comfort and love and I I really haven't really determined exactly what it is yeah that affects my relationships but I can I can see like because I have a horrible relationship with my dad I don't know what to look for in a guy yeah and I know that I have attachment issues. Like, whenever I feel like somebody is about to leave, like, that hurts me. I don't like nobody. I don't like feeling abandoned, Mm -hmm. for one. And I also have, like, a guard up. Like, I don't trust people. Mm -hmm. I don't let people in because I don't want to get my feelings hurt. Like, I'm too scared to get my feelings hurt that I won't even let somebody in. I, I wouldn't even know if somebody really cared about me. Like, if it was looking me dead in my face, I wouldn't know. Yeah. Because I just, I don't, I have horrible trust issues. I think, I think I kind of got lucky because, like I said, I had my grandfather around. I mean, he lived with us when I was growing up. And so, he was really my best friend. And he used to just speak so much life into me. Tell me I could be anything I wanted to be. We had this thing where Saturday mornings, I'd get up. And this was up until my teenage years. I'd get up, go downstairs, go get in the bed with him. And we talk about whatever we talk about. Mm-hmm. But my grandpa, he had a long ponytail. So I get up, I comb his hair, put it back in the put it back in the ponytail, <laughs> and we would talk. So I had him around, and like I said, my stepdad, he's always been around, and he's a provider, like at his best. There's never been a time when my mom needed something and he didn't come through. So it's like I kind of had that balance. But like I said, I do notice that I've been in relationships where it's like people say they're gonna do one thing and they don't, and. <sighs> That shit don't click in my head. Like, girl, just leave it alone. Mm-hmm. Give it, you know, I'm steady, chance after chance after chance. And like I said, boom, one day I had that conversation with my friend, and I'm like, damn, like, how did I get here? How that shit is depressing. But we all, me and her, we talk a lot, and I always tell her, you know, I want us to sit down and have real conversations with our dads as young women because I'm not a kid anymore you know what I mean so it's not too much that you can say to me that I'm not going to understand and it's like I when I figure out how to approach it I think I really will sit down and talk to him I know when he went to jail this last time I went to see him and I remember growing up and me and my mom and my sister going to go see him in jail like at the county places like that and he got locked up 
kind of near Cleveland and got transferred closer to Columbus so he could be closer to me. And I went to go see him one time. And I'm looking, and it's all these men, these women, these babies. And it's like, this is not a place for them. Like, this is not a place for them. And it's so sad. And we were sitting there, we were talking back and forth, back and forth, whatever the case may be. And I left, and I said to myself, I'm never going back. And he was so mad at me because I never came back up there to see him. And I think he was still locked up for about maybe two, two more years. I never went back, and I'm like, I, I'm not doing it. Like, I'm, I'm not doing it. I did it so much as a kid. I'm not doing it. And I remember telling him, I'm like, when he got out, I picked him up, took him back up to my sisters and their mom. And I told him, I said, if you go back to jail, it's a wrap. Like, you can forget that you even have a daughter. And I'm his favorite. Out of the kids that he actually do take care of, he don't even know how many kids he has, honestly. But, like, I'm his favorite. And... So I'm like, you can, it's a wrap. Like, I'm not, I'm not doing it. Like, I didn't get you here. I didn't put you in this position to be here. I don't have to deal with that. Like, mm-hmm. you can be mad that I didn't come. I don't care. Like, I don't care. And now that we're talking about it, it's like the relationship that I have with him has kind of formed me into being such a strong woman. Like, I don't even think I would know how to let a man do anything. Like, because I've done it myself, you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. okay, I don't, I don't even ask people for help. You know what I mean? Like, I may, if I really need something, I may ask my mom, may ask my stepdad, but for the most part, I get it done myself. So it's like trying to step into a relationship, let alone a marriage. Like, how do I let you be a man? Like, how do I let you handle things? Right. With that complex. Like, that's weird to me. It's, I'm gonna tell y'all now. It's so cold in here. So if I, if you hear the shiver in my voice, I promise you, I'm not crying. It's really freezing in here. But um, do you feel like you said you feel like you look for the men? You know, you look for a certain kind of man from what you didn't have with your dad. Do you feel like the guys that you dealt with can see that and maybe play that to their advantage? Um, I really don't know how they feel. I know one of my um my last relationship, I know he was very aware of my issues with my dad and he could tell me he knew better than I than I did cuz like I just say I'm still sitting here like I don't really know what it is that I'm looking for but I can tell it's certain things that a guy might do that I don't like because my dad did it. Mm-hmm. Um but I don't know. I really, I don't know how to answer that question. Yeah. I don't know. But I know, I will say that um, it did, my relationship with him definitely, like, affected how I show my love to people, too. Um, because, and this is beyond daddy issues. Like, it's, I'm going to bring my mom into this part, too, because... My mom didn't really show affection. Like, my my family on both sides are, if they care about you and they love you, they're going to buy you stuff. They're going to buy you gifts. We never did no I love yous, let's hug, let's kiss, none of that stuff, you know? So, like, the I'm not a very affectionate person. Like, I have little moments where it's like I want to be up under you just because I want to feel that, um... 
But I, at the end of the day, it's like, I don't want you to touch me all the time. It's times where I don't really want to talk all the times because I never was shown that. And like my dad, for example, like the way he would do stuff for me is not by being there, but, but again, buying me stuff. He never missed a beat when it came to like buying me shoes. My dad was the same at all. Way. Like I don't know what it was about shoes, but he always bought me shoes. But other than that, I didn't get shit from him. Like it's been birthdays, holidays, I ain't got a phone call. And so now I could see like people be telling me like your communication sucks. You know you're so mean. You got a wall up. But I will buy people. Everything and I just be like, what do you mean I don't care? Like I don't bought you this and this and this and then I just had to realize like that's not showing them that you care. Yeah. And it's just that's all I know. That's all I know to do. Like when people buy me gifts and when I buy gifts, that means I care about you. Like, yeah. and that's not right. So, I don't know. <laughs> I think my mom is funny. Like, cause like I said, it's a lot that I don't know about the situation. Like I said, I I've seen them fight. And it's weird how certain things stick with you because I can remember two times me and my sister having to call the cops on them, and I couldn't have been no more than three. Mm-hmm. But it sticks out in my mind. And, like, my mom was – it was just me, her, and my sister, my stepdad. That's a weird relationship with them, too. But anybody who knows me knows that relationship with mm-hmm. them. Um, but I think my mom – and it's, it's weird because, like I, I said in another show, like, I like to fix things. So, I think my mom's hurt. Like, if I really sat down and had a conversation with my mom about what's carried on in her life mm-hmm. for, what, 58 years, it's probably a lot of hurt there. Because I, I can talk to my mom about certain things, but she can be very negative at times. And I think that's just what she knows. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Because she hasn't always seen the brighter side of things. But like I said, now we're in a place where we're trying to do this podcast and it's just connecting the dots and it's like, how do you fix these situations? You right. know what I mean? And I think talking about it is probably a good step. Yeah. And then like I said, I don't feel like all daddy issues are bad issues. Like I said, granted, I didn't completely stay away from it all these years, but he taught me what I didn't want. You know, some of those indicators what to look for in a man and make that determination if you're somebody I want to be with or if I don't want to be with or just being around the wrong people. You know what I mean? Because let my mom tell it, he was doing everything he was supposed to be doing before I got into the picture. So maybe being around the wrong people, you know, I try to stay away from wrong crowds, doing the wrong thing, stuff like that. And then I think, you know, with my stepdad he's taught me how to do things without a man being present like I know how to do shit that I shouldn't even know how to do as a woman let alone have the strength to do it Mm -hmm. but he was there to teach me you Mm -hmm. know what I mean my grandpa you know taught me that I could be whatever I wanted to be I could do whatever I wanted to do if I didn't want to do anything I didn't have to do anything (laughs) so like I said not all daddy issues are bad but I think that a lot of men don't really understand how important it is to be involved in their daughter's lives. You know, a lot of the times we want to talk about a father being present for his son because, of course, as women, we don't know how mm-hmm. to teach young boys how to be men. Right. But 
like I said, it's equally important for a man to be in his daughter's life. And even for the guys that we deal with to understand, like, you have this woman that has this issue, that issue. You know what I mean? Let's figure it out together. You know what I mean? Or just not be what she's used to. You know what I mean? Especially when it comes to those daddy issues. Like, I have a friend that she's kind of going through that right now where it's like, she's like, damn, you know what I mean? Like, I just want somebody to not give up on me. My dad gave up on me. This person gave up on me. Like, but I don't think people really understand that. People really are out here struggling with real life issues that stem from childhood. Right. And we just all out here just trying to figure it out. Yeah. But I hate when people try to make it seem like, you know, I'm a bad person or try to judge me for how I handle things, not knowing things that I've dealt with and why I am the way I am. And it's just like, it may, I'm not going to say it's too late, but I mean, I'm almost 30 and I'm just now figuring out what my issues are, where they came from and how I need to fix it. So it's like, I haven't got it all figured out. I'm not where I want to be, but I'm working towards it and I'm making a little bit of progress as I go. And I just want somebody to see that and understand how I feel and just be patient with me. That's all I ask for. Because I will tell you, like, I'm a work in progress. I don't have it figured out. I have good days. I have bad days. Some days where I'm showing you that I'm, you know, fixing it, then I have some days where I'm just like, fuck this. Like, and I just need somebody to just push me along the way. And like you said, like your friend, don't give up on me. Yeah. And then I have my stepdad, too. But my thing with that was I think I was so stuck on why is my dad not here? I know who my dad is. You ain't my dad. I don't want you in my life. Like, I remember me and him didn't really have a good relationship until I got older. And it's still not as close as it should be because I don't think I ever accepted him. Yeah. And it sucks because he was a great father figure to me. He's a great husband to my mom. He's a great dad to my sisters. So it's like, I don't, I just didn't want to accept him because I'm like, this is not my dad like why are you here I want my dad like so it was hard for me to accept that I I never call him dad or anything like that but now now that I'm older I realize how much he stepped in Mm -hmm. and took over and I wish I would have seen that before yeah because I don't want him to feel like he's not appreciated or that I don't love him or that I don't care about him because I do but it's different it's, it's just it's, it's just different. a hole like yeah that hasn't been filled yeah it's different and it's funny because I always wonder like when I get married who's gonna walk me down the aisle because mm-hmm. I love my dad like that's my homie but he's my homie like you're not my dad like I'm not gonna come to you <laughs> about real life issues I mean I may and I have but it's been like majority of the time it's me being the parent to him like right because he's 50 some years old out here still kicking it and Mm -hmm. doing whatever he wants to do and it's me like that like you got to get it together and that's another thing for me it's like I don't necessarily feel like well I'm the child you know what I mean you should be coming to me no I'm a grown woman so we can have a conversation at this point. Like mm-hmm. I said, as soon as I can figure out exactly what I want to say, and I pray that it's re- received, we're going to have a talk. And I'm going to tell him exactly how I feel. And 
let him know exactly where I'm coming from. Mm-hmm. Because like I said, I have, you know, me, my one sister, she's 18, so she's pretty much grown, but you still need that love. But my younger sister, she's 15, and I thank God that they aren't out here acting crazy. Yeah. Like, they have really good heads on their shoulders. And my dad, like, he's, he's, I tell Maya all the time, like, you know what you can call him for. You know what I mean? If you need something money-wise, school stuff, you know what you can call him for. Like, we finally got into a place now where I call him maybe like twice a week just to check on him, just to see how he doing. Because I don't want to be that person mm-hmm. that calls him when I just want something. But I tell my sister all the time, like, I mean, that's the dad that he is. You call him when you want something. You can't call him to say, Dad, I need to talk. You know what I mean? And I try to tell her, like, it's just who he is. Like, I'm, it, it is what it is at this point. You know what I mean? You got to accept it or don't accept it but at the end of the day it's not gonna help you yeah. so that's why it's like I kind of want you to like you know what I mean not be in that place where you don't want to talk to him because mm-hmm. it at the end of the day I feel like forgiveness is never for that other person like it's never for that other person or even not even necessarily forgiveness but if you just want to get some shit off your chest like it's not for you it's for me and I'm one of the people I know that when I have certain conversations with some people it's not going to go how I want it to go, but I'm going to say mm-hmm. how I feel. Yeah. I feel like I have, though, like, multiple times. Yeah. And it's just like, I don't know if I should have just got it off my chest and not let him respond. But it's just like both of the times that I remember trying to talk to him, it was the same excuse. Your mom did this. Your mom did that. Your mo- My mom did not keep me away from you. Even, like, because we moved out of town a lot, too, but that does not matter. Like, we lived here half of the year, and wherever else we lived at the time, we lived there the other half of the year. So you had plenty of time to be there. You had plenty of time to call me. You had plenty of times to do it. My mom never said you can't see me. So it was just like, I don't want to have that talk if you're not going to be real with me. Yeah. But... Now that we're talking about it, I feel like if I don't forgive him for myself, I'm never going to be able to move past it. And yeah. that's probably why I have so much hurt and so much that I'm holding on to. And it's really affecting my life, like, badly in a negative way. Yeah. And it sucks. Like, it took me this long to realize that. But I have these conversations with my friend because, like, the relationship. And I actually wanted her to come on the show but I thought it might be too much for her. Like, we talked about it, but I'm mm-hmm. like, you don't have to. But I don't care how old we get here. I'm I'm 29 years old. And when I tell you there's times where I still need my dad, like, I don't want to cry, but I love her so much. So mm-hmm. I hate to see her go through these things. But he called her on her birthday, and she wasn't expecting a call. Mm-hmm. And she broke out in tears. Grown woman. And it's her dad just calling saying her happy birthday. And they don't even have to talk. Mm-hmm. So it's like all that anger, you got to get it out. And I tell her this all the time. I've been telling her this for the longest. Like, yes, it's his responsibility to come to you because mm-hmm. you're the child. But at the end of the day, the conversation needs to be had regardless of who has it. Because you have kids that you're raising. Oh my God. You know what I mean? And you got to be the best for them. Yeah. Like, you got to be the best for them. And so whatever your issues are, you got to figure them out. Like, we legit sit and cry about shit like this all the time but to see her 
break out in tears because her dad called to wish her a happy birthday and they don't have a relationship. It's like, you got to fix that. In order to fix you, you got to fix that. Even if it's nothing more than having a conversation. So it's like, you're telling me this. And it's like, I want the same for you. Like I said, I want to fix people's problems. <laughs> like, I just want everybody at peace. But um, I, I know you to kind of switch subjects here. You, I remember you mentioned his wife. Like, you always wonder why she didn't encourage that relationship i used to deal with this guy that had a child and he used to swear the same thing that the mother was keeping him away wouldn't allow him to see the child and i would beat it into him like i don't care about her you know what i mean that's your baby that's your blood if she's keeping you away from him take her to court don't go put yourself on child support. Take her to court because child support doesn't give you rights to your child. Mm-hmm. In the state of Ohio, a mother has the rights, a father doesn't. Right. And I would tell her this all the time. Like, she can't keep you away from your son. That's bullshit. Like, mm-hmm. nobody can keep you away from your child if you don't want to be away from your child. You're not trying. And he played that shit so smooth. Like, and it, when I tell you it worked, like, there was a situation where we were all in one place at one time. And it worked in his favor that he was saying she's keeping him away. And I seen it with my own two eyes. So I'm like, damn, she really is. Like, right. keep, and come to find out later, she wasn't. And it's like, how do you walk around knowing that you got a kid out here that you don't have a relationship with? Right. Like, that kid can have an illness that's tied to your history that only you can cure. It could be anything. Like, how do you ju- how do you just walk around knowing that you got a whole human being out here that you right. don't care about is what it comes off to be. That blows me. Yeah. Like, and now that you say that, I I don't really know the whole story because me and my dad never talked about it, but it was just talk amongst family that he has he messed with this woman and she has a kid and it could possibly be his and he just didn't care to find out like and it's just like is that how you feel about us like me and my brother because you really just I don't I don't know like I feel like me and my dad have a little better of relationship than he that than he does with my brother that lives here and that even fucks me up because I'm like like you said like Sons need their dad to show them how to be a man, how to be a man. And my brother don't get that at all. Like, I feel like at the end of the day, I'm fine. I've dealt with it. I see what type of person you are. So I've accepted that. But I don't think my brother has. Like, I think he still hurts. Like, he hurts too. And I don't really know how to help him through it because, like, I haven't even let go. So I don't have it figured out. So I can't figure it out for him. For anybody else. Yeah. But it's, like, his wife, though, like, I I don't know if she ever said anything to him or whatever, but I know that she could try harder. Yeah. Like, she can get in contact with me. I don't answer my dad's calls anymore. Like, he doesn't even have my new number. But she can get in in contact with me. Like, she reached out to me. Well, I'm like, he wants to hear if he listens. (laughs) (laughs) Well... Um, count them cats out the bag. My bad. Um, <laughs> well, she invited us, and I'm just kind of like, do I even want to go? Yeah, I don't want to go. That's fine. And then it's 
it's, it's Mother's Day. Like, I want to be with my mom. My mom deserves to have me here. You don't deserve to have me there. Yeah, not on Mother's Day. And it's, and it's crazy because with that guy, like, that was probably the biggest reason why I stopped talking to him. Because once I start to get it in my mind, like, it's you. It's not mm-hmm. her. And I don't want to be the kind of woman, especially with things being so public, I don't want anybody to ever be like, she with this nigga that don't take care of his kids. Mm-hmm. And that makes her less of a woman because she's not encouraging that relationship. Right. So it was like, you go, you know what I mean, do your thing. Do your thing. And here we are years later, and he still ain't taking care of his kid. Like That's horrible. It's crazy. And... Like I said, it's just weird, like, connecting the dots, just seeing... You know what's crazy, though? I don't mean to cut you off, no, you're but fine. I've been seeing posts where people, like, be talking about the female, like, well, you you knew this nigga wasn't shit, and you lay down, and if he didn't want this kid, you still had it, that's your fault. Like, no, it's not. No. no, it's not. He knew what he was doing. He knew what the outcome was. He has to take care of his responsibility. Exactly. Period. Because I've, I've also been with someone who has a daughter, and... He wanted nothing to do with the mom outside of their child. So, regardless of who you laid down with and had a baby with, that don't mean nothing. At the end of the day, you got a child walking around mm-hmm. that is yours. Half the time, the kid look just like you. Like, <laughs> step the fuck up. Period. You know what I mean? It, it, it's just that simple. So, you can say that. I ain't hearing none of that. And you were talking about your brother, how you feel like he's hurt and you don't know how to help him. I have a friend who didn't have a good relationship with his dad and you know and getting to learn one another I like was kind of noticing some of those daddy issues and mm-hmm. I'm like you need to you need to talk to your dad like his dad was sick and they didn't think he was going to make it and different things like that and I'm like I, you gotta talk like talk to him and that that's my biggest thing with that like your dad could die you know what I mean and then you just left here Right. To harbor all those feelings and never get that closure that you need. Like, it it runs so deep. It runs so deep. Like I said, just sitting here connecting the dots, it's like, you got to fix that shit. Like, Yeah, I know somebody whose dad died at a young age, young age, and they didn't have a relationship when he was alive, and he never got to get closure. So he tells me all the time, like, if something happened to your dad, you're going to feel bad because you never, you know try to have a relationship with him. I don't know. I'm just stubborn. Like, I I can't do I can't do it. Like, I can't pick up the phone and call him. Like, I just can't do it. Yeah. I don't know what it's going to take. I'm going to have to pray on it. But I just, I can't do it. Like, I don't want to. You got to put your big girl panties on. I don't want to <laughs> deal with it. Like, I'm, I am all about run away from my problem when it get too tough when I don't know how to handle it I'm out the door like I just don't want to deal with it and I think that's why I'm just so fucked up now because I really just need to sit down and deal with my issues one by one and maybe I'll feel better and you know what I'm like that like I've been in situations where it's like you know what I ain't gotta do this shit like but at the end of the day I know what I want. So it's like, you got to do this shit. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it's not easy. Like, it's not always going to be easy. You can't run from things. 
and I, that's probably why I don't have kids, honestly, because I've always, you know what I mean? Like, I have this picture in my mind of how I want my family to be and how I want the relationship to be with my husband. So it's like, I don't want to have to have a child with somebody who can just up and decide that they want to mm-hmm. stop taking care of their responsibilities. Like, I always said, like, I wanted to wait until I was married to have kids. At least there's some kind of foundation there to be like oh I just can't up and leave we got these kids but you can still up and leave but I don't know like I said it's just even if you don't talk to your dad like at least you recognize you know what I mean like these are the issues that I have because of this relationship so I mean you know so you can still fix it like you you guys don't have to have the conversation it would be ideal but if it doesn't happen, it doesn't happen. You know, because like I said, I still haven't talked to my dad. I plan on it, but I, you know, one of my my friends, she's like, "Well, are you gonna talk to him?" My boyfriend even asked me. He's like, "You need to talk to your dad." Like, what do you say? Like, I just don't know what to say. I feel like when you have said everything, what else is there to say? Yeah. It's 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 not gonna change nothing. Like, if anything, I'm just doing it for my own peace of mind. But I feel like I've already accepted that he is who he is. So there's nothing left for me to say. Like, I'm okay with that. I support you. <laughs> I don't know, but I got to let this hurt go. I know that. I have to let it go. Like, I have to. For sure. For sure. Um, I don't know. I just feel like... Issues with your parents, period. Like, it really just shapes who you are as a person. Like I said, my mom is very independent. That's all I know. Like, I don't mm-hmm. know anything else. Like, I I go to work. I pay my bills. Maintain my home on my own. Mm-hmm. My dad, half in, half out. You know what I mean? So, it's like I kind of take too much bullshit at times. Because I let him go all these years without... Yeah. But then I think with that, it's like, I don't want to play the victim. I don't want to be like, oh, my dad was a shitty dad. And <laughs> now, you know, I, I don't want to be that girl. Like, I just don't. So it's like accountability. I think it comes to comes down to taking accountability for my actions and understanding that whoever I choose to have in my life, friendships, whatever the case may be, like, I can't be accountable for what you do. So if you want to do some fuck shit, I can't let it bother me. You know what I mean? I can only be accountable for what Brandy does. Mm-hmm. And I can't say, like you had mentioned that, I think the last episode where you was like, I'm forced to be this way. You know what I mean? It's like, I don't, I'm not doing that. Like, And it's okay to be like, okay, this is where I draw the line. Because like I said, I've never drawn a line with my dad. Mm-hmm. Like, Ever. 28 going on 29 and I still haven't drawn a line with my dad so it's like it's okay to be like you know what this doesn't work for me I can't do this you know what I mean it's disturbing my peace of mind yeah accountability think, for self I think a part of my growth too and I just I just said this and noticed this last week was not blaming what I've been through on why I am the way I am because I didn't have to choose to be like that you know but two, it also takes for you to recognize it before you change it. Yeah. So I think moving forward, 
the way I would dress things is this is what I've been through. I was like this, but now I choose to be like this. Instead of just saying, you know, well, me and my dad had a shitty relationship. My mom ain't show me this, or I dealt with this with this guy or this guy. I don't have to let that determine the person I am today. Yeah. So, I, like you said, taking accountability, you know, for what I've done or how I've handled it. So, right now I'm moving forward. I'm just trying to be better. Like, I don't want people to look at me and be like, to know my struggles and what I've been through. I don't want to look like my struggles. Right. So. And you know what? I just said that earlier today. I was like, I don't want to be mad. Like. If I'm mad all the time, that shit's gonna start to show on my face. I'm gonna start yeah. looking old as hell. <laughs> and I don't, I don't want to look like that. Like I'm not walking around being upset at the world because life ain't going my way. Like yeah. get the fuck up and make it happen. You yeah. know what I mean? So that's my thing. It's like I just I don't want to be a victim to my childhood or you know my daddy issues. Like you said, your mommy issues, different things like that. It's like okay, we're adults. We know right from wrong. You know what I mean? And you know how something feels. When something doesn't feel right, nine out of ten times it's not. And I'm just not living with that, sh- that battle inside every single day. Like, between happy and depressed because of all of this shit that's going on, not only with myself, but with my friends. Like, mm-hmm. I'm not doing it. So, literally at this point, if it's disturbing my peace... It, it has to be removed, and I'm going to remove it however I need to remove it. If I need to scream, yell, sit down, and have an adult conversation about it, write it down, talk about it on the podcast, that's what I'm going to do. Mm-hmm. So if my dad is listening to this, Daddy, I love you, but, you know, we're going to have a talk and we'll get some shit off my chest. <laughs> but, nah, I mean, it's life. I agree. I don't want to be angry either. I don't want to have a guard up. I don't want to be mad all the time I don't want to be hurt all the time like I still have random days where I just be like in a badass mood and I can't even tell you why yeah for no reason and people just like what's wrong I don't know I just don't feel like talking to people like it sucks because like I said before it affects my relationships and friendships that I have now and it's like I can't explain to people why I do that it's just I'm used to it I'm used to feeling alone I'm used to being isolated. I'm used to not wanting to talk to people. That's just how I deal with things. And it's hard to try to not be like that anymore. But I'm just really just, like, fed up. Because I know um, not too long ago, like I've said, this has been one of the hardest years of my life. And the first person that I thought of when I really, really needed somebody was my dad. And I don't like asking people for stuff either. Like, I will tell somebody, like, I'll figure it out. No, I ain't got no other way. I think I told you this. I ain't got no other way, but I'm going to still tell you, like, I'm going to figure it out. I'll be fine. Because I don't like depending on people. But it was just one time I just was like, no, stop being stubborn. You need help. Call your dad. And he didn't come through for me. Like, he tried. He tried to, like, he tries to get me to move down there to where he is. But it's just, like, I'm not picking up and moving to another state. And I ain't got my shit figured out here. Like, that's just not possible for me. It doesn't sit right with me. I have kids. Like, I'm not doing that. So I didn't think it was a good idea. But besides that, like, he didn't come through for me. 
And I think that's where I was just, that's where I drew the line. Because there's been plenty of times where, like, I went long periods of time without talking to him, and then we would pick back up. But after that, I was just like, I'm done. I don't want nothing to do with you. Don't call me when you need something. Because I feel like when my dad needs something, I'm there. And when it's the other way around, he doesn't come through. And I think that hurt me even more. Yeah. So... It's a lot. And you know what? Like I said, it's connecting the dots. Like, I know a little bit about my dad's dad, and it's the same situation. He was a drug dealer, ran out of the city, you know what I mean, moved mm-hmm. to D.C., whatever the case may be. And it's a cycle, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, you can't be better if you don't know better, but you got to want to know true. better. And it's funny because I think that God works in mysterious ways. Like, we always say, like, my dad found out earlier this year that he, he had diabetes, like I said, we talk every now and then. But ever since that, I have it in me to call him. How you doing? How you feeling? You been taking your pills? You been mm-hmm. eating? You been watching what you eat? Da, 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 da. So it's like the smallest of things to bring people together. And like you said, you was going through something. And that was your first mind was to call your dad. Mm-hmm. Knowing that you don't talk to your dad. But I think that's God at different times in your ear. Like, you know what I mean? I, I hear you. Mm-hmm. I, you know, I know what you're praying about. Like, And sometimes, like I said, it sucks because it shouldn't be that way. No child should have to reach out to their parent for that attention, for that love, whatever the case may be. But like I said, at this point, I'm so dead set on fixing Brandy's issues because I, I can't be good for anybody if I'm not good for myself. I got to be the best version of myself right. before I can be the best for anybody else. So it's like, whatever the hell I got to do to fix these issues, let's do it. Yeah. You know what I mean? But I get it because it's been time. You know what I mean? I'll call my dad really needing something or whatever the case may be and he don't come through and it pisses me off he's the type of person like let's just say for like money for example if i call him if there's been a time i call him i need something he'd be like okay i'm gonna shoot it to your account on this day that day come he don't do it oh i'm gonna do it this day Mm -hmm. and you don't do it nigga if you don't just say (laughs) that you can't do it like that's my thing stop like stop saying you're going to do shit that you know you're not going right. to do. We can avoid this conversation altogether when I ask. Just say no, and I can go the fuck on. Because if I start planning shit around what somebody tell me they're going to do, mm-hmm. and then you don't do it, and I'm back to square one, that's what pisses me off, and yeah. that's what affects my relationships. Like, that, like I said, anybody who's probably been with me can see that that will turn me into a whole nother person. Like, don't tell me you're going to do something and don't do it. Like, Especially when you don't even ask. Like, when they offer. My dad did like, that to me, too, this year. Like, oh, I'm going to send you some money. And I'm just like, okay, you know. Never did. <laughs> just like, but still calling me like everything is cool. But I don't ever want to be like, okay, what happened to that money you was supposed to? It's just like. My dad is the same. <laughs> like, nigga, what what is wrong with you? Like, I didn't ask you. I didn't. Right. I didn't ask you. So, what is, the fuck was your point of offering? Right. I tell my friends all the time. My dad will lie because it's Monday, my nigga. Like, he don't like the sky's blue. I'm a lie. Like, <laughs> he can't help it. But that's why I said it's a part of accepting somebody for who they are. But then also understanding like I don't have to. I don't have to involve you in my space. Right. Like, I love my dad to death. Don't like that's my guy. Like. But that's the thing. He's more of my friend than he is my dad. Like, yeah. Mm. Me and my dad don't even have a friendship. That sucks, though. He be calling, telling me about his women. <laughs> <laughs> he do the same thing with my sisters. Like, he just, he don't know, man. I can't blame him for not knowing, but shit. Like, 
put it together. I don't know. I, like I said, I think what we it's what we keep saying is you can take control of your issues once you recognize you have them, and then when you have when when you do that, smooth sailing from there, kind of. Yeah. Just gotta. Now I'm just go home and write a letter. Write I a think letter, that's a good idea. Send it to him and go on by my day. I think I'm gonna call my dad, check on him, and tell him I want to have a talk. <laughs> <laughs> Let that hurt go. <laughs> Let it go. If you got daddy issues, just, you know, figure out what works for you. Figure it out. But hopefully you guys enjoyed what we had to say. I'm sorry for crying, y'all, but I really <laughs> love my best friend. She know how much I love her. She going to laugh. I'm sorry for crying. Um, again, thank you, everybody, for listening. Um, I have to shout out one of my good friends, Daria. She always um, listens to the podcast and reposts the podcast. I also have to shout out my brother, Wesley. He texted me when we first was on the radio and was like, I hear you on the radio. (laughs) It's so weird. Um, I have to shout out my boyfriend. He's dope. He reposts the podcast all the time. And he's kind of like my test subject for (laughs) what we talk about. So shout out to you, boo. Um. I don't know. You got any shout outs? I just really hope my dad doesn't listen to this because. (laughs) Yes, I feel so bad. I'm going to just not post it on my Facebook page or something because I do not want him to find out because his wife is going to kill me. Like, damn. I wonder if Daryl can just put a beep on that part. (laughs) We're going to tell him to do that. (laughs) Yeah, we're going to do that. We're going to tell him to do that so he don't ruin it. I don't have no shout outs. I'm just like. Fuck everybody right now. That's fine, too. I've been slowly removing people off of my social media, not because I dislike you or I have any secret beef, but it's just like if I feel a little inch of uncomfortableness, you got to go. I'm mad at that. I'm trying to fix my space, and I wanted to start a whole new page, honestly, but that's too much work. Yeah, it was hard trying to get all of my friends back in. But it was easy because I could go through and be like, oh, mm-hmm. I want you on here. I want you on here. Oh, man, throw you out too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But don't take it personal if I removed you. I love everybody, but I don't like questioning people at all. And it be them same people that always want to wish you well or act like they care. And they don't. And they don't. It's just that simple. They don't. Yeah. They you don't. can't play both sides. Either you with me or you're not. That's just how I feel. I'm not mad at that. And you know what? I throw the whole day away. For real. <laughs> the whole day. The whole fucking day. This has been shit. Like <laughs> throw the whole day away. I've been going off all day. <laughs> I'm, I'm kind of glad we didn't do this yesterday because I was ready to go off. Even earlier, I texted you like, I'm so ready. <laughs> But I got time to calm down. That's why in the beginning I was like, I ain't even gonna say too much because I'm gonna accidentally say something that I don't need to say. But see, I think that's the good thing because I'm kind of like the balance to your angry. Yeah. I'm I'm angry in a very professional way, as you guys I am can not. see. So when I'm angry, I either when I talk, I don't make sense, or I'm just fucking being crazy. And I'm trying to change. I'm trying to be peaceful. Trying to be positive, Patty. See, I'm positive, Patty. And so you piss me off. Then I got to go get Ogina and start kicking ass. But whatever. Anyway, we love you guys as always. And tune in next week. Thank you. Bye. Bye.